Hey, thanks for joining in today. This is a different kind of message. It's not a typical 30 minute message. It's shorter. I just have a few things that we'd love to tell you about today. Today, we're not sitting at Lake Norman High School. And if you were not able to be with us in person at Mooresville Middle School, after you listen to this message, whether it's on Sunday or during the week, if you watch on demand or listen to our podcast, I invite you to intentionally go do something kind for someone else. It can be uh, pushing in a few extra shopping carts when you go to the grocery store. It could be parking at the end of a parking lot and leave the empty spaces that are closer to the door. Leave those open for someone else. Have you ever seen the show Sister Wives? Um, I don't know how long it's been out. It, apparently quite a while. There's all these different seasons of it. It's getting ready to premiere or last weekend it premiered the latest season. And there's all this drama about it. I'm a glutton for reality TV trash drama. It's a... a innocuous way to escape and so for years i've been fascinated by the show sister wives for the life of me i cannot understand how one person can be equally committed in a loving lifetime partnership covenant relationship with multiple people at the same time and it always be equal so i started watching the show and i'm like okay well they all seem happy and then I was watching the season when he met this new woman that he wanted to be his wife. Her name is Robin and he was going to bring her into the family and the other three sister wives were all lovey about it. They were so excited that they were going to have a new sister and they all went to the wedding and, and genuinely like everyone at the wedding seemed excited that this new person was coming into their lives and their family and then she ended up having a baby and everybody was excited about that and I just thought this is a little creepy. Uh, I mean, I just don't understand how you can be equally committed to four different people the same ways at the basically same time. You have a rotation. Well, it seems, and then I stopped watching Sister Wives, and it seems now that apparently mine and many other people's suspicions about polygamy were true. You can't be equally as committed and invested with four different people in a lifelong commitment at the same time. And what has happened is over apparently the last couple of years, the different wives have started to go out on their own and become independent. Like one is now engaged to a new gentleman. She left polygamy. Uh, the other one's leaving and I watched some preview for this upcoming season and it was Robin, the favored wife, the most recent wife, and she's crying hysterically in the preview and she's like, I just want to sit on a porch with all my sister wives and, and drink tea and just love one another. And I thought, well, of course you do, lady. I mean, you were the favored wife. It's easy for you. I've often, like when I watched that one season, I mean, it was pretty apparent and I understand it is TV and they, you know, sway you into believing what they want you to believe. But it was pretty apparent that the guy really liked this one wife more than he liked some of the others. And so I was not surprised when the preview for the season where it all falls apart, the favored one is sitting there saying, I have no idea why others aren't happy. I just want it to be this way. It's because she was the favored one. She was on the inside. You know, uh, it's important to think about we can't see what we can't see. 
And we can't hear what we can't hear. I'm going to say that again. I want you to think about it. You can't see what you can't see. And we can't hear what we can't, like we literally cannot hear. When the message of Jesus was going viral, the people that latched onto it were the people, if you read the Gospels of Matthew and Mark and Luke, the people that latched on to the message of Jesus were the people who were not the insiders. They were the people on the outside, the people on the margins. They were the people who were deemed by society or by the other religious leaders as sinners, people that weren't keeping the law so that they would be accepted by God. They were people who were in lots of different ways in need of healing and in need of being made whole. And they were the poor. They were those who were not affluent and by worldly and earthly standards, even thousands of years ago, they simply did not have what others had. The poor, those in need of healing, the oppressed, and those who were seen as wrongdoers, they were the ones who were always on the outside. They were considered to be on the margins or at the bottom. And those are the people that latched onto the message of Jesus. Interesting to note that the people who were on the inside and the people who were at the top, they are the ones who crucified him. After Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, when people who had originally called themselves followers of the way, became Christianity in 313 CE, when the Emperor Constantine made Christianity the state religion of the Roman Empire. The church latched on to that and willingly agreed to let that happen. They thought it would mean a quicker spread of the gospel and probably a safety because the Roman Empire was oppressing Christianity and Christians. So when Constantine wanted to make it the state religion, those that had the voice at the time said, sure. But the problem was uh, government and power did not mix with the gospel and the message in the life of Jesus. Because Constantine, he was about power and about the message being at the top and the insiders. Jesus, he was about the message to those at the bottom and those who weren't included and those who were always considered on the outside. Even Gandhi said that once Christianity became a state religion, it became an imperialistic faith and it remains to be that even today. When the church became an institution, it became about power. And sadly, over the years, it has become about the people who are on the inside and those who have the power, not the ones on the margins and those who might be uh, finding themselves without. 
That's why we as a church, we're about the margins. We exist on the margins intentionally. And in all that we do and all that we try to do, we try to think about things from the perspective, not of the ones that have the power, but the ones that do not. Remember when I said that you can't see what you can't see and you can't hear what you can't hear? It's true. Go back to the sister wives analogy. The lady that's weeping, Robin, who's devastated that her family is falling apart, like she can't see why the other sister wives are so devastated because she's never been the lesser one. She can't hear their cries of low self-esteem and being shunned by the one, the husband, because she's not found herself in that place. The next time we find ourselves being critical of someone or passing judgment on a decision that was made or why other people do what they do, I want us to remember that we can't see what we cannot see and we can't hear what we can't hear. And unless we have been in the shoes of the other people, no matter how hard we try, we still don't 100% get it. And when we find ourselves in those situations, we have to remember that we always err on love. And we need to always try to give up our power and make it about the other people that we're sharing love with and to. That's why today we're unloading thousands and thousands of school supplies and backpacks and tennis shoes and it's why we'll work really hard for the next week to help a thousand kids and their families have a pleasant experience next Saturday so that they can start to school feeling empowered and feeling like they're on equal footing with everyone else. It's a true community event. Yeah, the West Church, like we lead it alongside with Inspire Our Children, but it's about pulling in everyone from the top and the bottom and the middle and us working together to make this happen. If you can't be here, if you can't support the bash in person or whatever, then you know what? As soon as I say amen, I want you to go and do something kind for someone who may not be seen and who may not be heard today. Make a difference with your life. It will change everything. Go in the peace and the power and the love of a Messiah who lived from the bottom. Go in peace. Amen.